wife, Brenda, and I just returned from an amazing week-long adventure in the Bob Marshall Wilderness of Montana. People in Montana know it simply as the Bob. We were two of 11 guests, six guides, 17 horses, and 16 mules, covering 45 miles of remote, rugged wilderness, from Rong Creek to the North China Wall, the North Fork of the Sun River, and Headquarters Pass. We saw bear, elk, red-tailed hawks. Uh, We saw towering peaks and meadow after meadow of the most glorious wildflowers you'll ever see. Did I mention we were on horseback and that I had never ridden a horse before this trip? I was assigned a horse named Bam Bam. Brenda describes Bam Bam as a giant black half-Perchian draft horse. And not only did I stay upright and avoid saddle soreness, I also learned something about faith. So today's podcast is about faith, wildflowers, and a horse named Bam Bam. So hello, welcome to the Will Preach for Food podcast. I'm Doug. I'm a pastor here at Faith Lutheran Church based out of Shelton, Washington. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We're a welcoming community, growing closer to and more like Jesus, making Christ known, joyfully serving each other, our neighbors, and all God's creation. So you can learn more about faith at our website, www.faithshelton.org. I want to thank you for listening today. We're going to begin, uh, open your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. It's in the New Testament. Open your Bible to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, beginning at the first verse. Scripture says this, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings, and by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away, the scripture says. Before, for before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot about Enoch and Abel and Cain and those guys, but I do want to talk about faith. How would you define faith? What is it exactly, besides the name of this congregation? So here in the book of Hebrews, it says that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. It says that it involves both a basic belief in the existence of God and a life that pursues a relationship with God. The sense is that you don't get a reward for having faith, but that having faith is the reward. It is a gift of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says about faith uh, that it's not a feeling or a doctrine, but it's a way of life. I think the Bible also says and reminds us that everyone has faith. Even an atheist has faith, just not faith in God. So the question around faith is always, in whom, in what do you place your faith? The 16th century theologian, pastor, and church reformer Martin Luther 
once wrote this about faith. He said, faith is a living, daring confidence in God's grace, so sure and certain that one would stake one's life on it a thousand times. This confidence in God's grace and knowledge of it makes people glad and bold and happy in dealing with God and all God's creatures. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit in faith. Hence, a person is ready and glad without compulsion to do good to everyone, to serve everyone, to suffer everything in love and praise to God who has shown us this grace. I love that definition. Luther says that faith is a living, daring confidence in God's grace that makes people glad and bold, makes us ready to do good to everyone. That's the kind of faith I want to have. And that's the kind of faith I learned from a horse named Bam Bam. So I booked this trip uh, online back in December, sight unseen. And we arrived uh, outside of Shoto, Montana, at the A Lazy H Ranch. And we drove to the trailhead uh, where we watched Joe and Hopper and Dan, Matthew, Kyle, and Haley load these 50-pound canvas bundles on either side of these mules, uh, 16 of them. When we were ready to embark, uh, Joe handed me the reins of this horse named Bam Bam. He likes to be called Mr. Bam Bam, Joe told me. Now, I knew enough how to get onto the horse, and when Joe handed me the reins, he said, hold these reins like this, so that's what I did. He assured me that Bam Bam was trained and conditioned for the rigors of wilderness trails. On Joe's word, I put my faith in Bam Bam to get me where I was going. Faith is a little bit like that, right? You have to take the word of someone that you trust, And then you do have to get on that horse. The thing is that Bam Bam quickly earned my trust, and that's also the thing about faith. It has to be earned. So just as Joe had assured me, Bam Bam showed himself to be sturdy and sure-footed. And throughout the week, I put my faith in Bam Bam as he carried me up and down switchbacks through cricks, wind, bear sightings in mud and dust and the rocky trails of the bob. Now, I almost never actually tried to direct Bam Bam with the reins. (laughs) I remember one of the guests complained after the first day how often her mount stumbled on the trail. The next day I watched her, how she was constantly reining the horse to this side or the other of the trail. And I wondered if maybe she would have been better off just letting her horse do what the horse does and pick his own trail. And I think faith is like that too. How often, I wonder, have I asked God to carry me through the wilderness only to insist on trying to tell God how to do God's job? By the last day of the trip, the trail switched back up uh, to headquarters pass. And I don't really like heights, but I was strangely calm and confident. I held the reins and I sat on the saddle and I just looked around. I admired the view. I was looking straight down a thousand feet to the basin below. You might say that I had come to have a living, daring confidence in the grace of Bam Bam. Tis Bam Bam has carried me safe thus far, and Bam Bam will carry me home. Faith is a living, active confidence in God's grace, so sure and certain that one would stake one's life on it a thousand times. I learned a lot about faith from a horse named Bam Bam. And then, and then there were the wildflowers, so many wildflowers everywhere, most of them unseen by human eyes, 
mountainside after mountainside after mountainside. And they thought about year after year after year, the bear grass and fireweed and deep red paintbrush and balsam root and wild chive and carrot, wild carrot, wild geranium, columbine, daisies. Most of the flowers, I have no idea what they're called. They're just beautiful and endless. It's no surprise then that Jesus would talk about wildflowers when he teaches about what a life of faith in God's grace looks like. Here's what Jesus says in Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 27. Consider how the wildflowers grow, Jesus says. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will God clothe you, O you of little faith? And don't set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek the kingdom of God, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions, give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed and ready for service and keep your lamps burning, like servants waiting for their master to return from a wedding banquet, so that when he comes and knocks, they can immediately open the door for him. This is the word of the Lord. And it occurred to me that the life of faith that Jesus is describing here relates well to my experience, my wilderness experience in the Bob. Jesus teaches us to consider the wildflowers, urges us, don't be afraid, reminds us to pack light and share our resources, and then to be prepared, to, to be dressed uh, for the trip, and, to, and for everyone to pitch in. Let me just go through that a little bit here. Consider the wildflowers, Jesus says. Just look around. Consider the wildflowers. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, we read in Hebrews 11. Wildflowers, whether they're here or in Appleton Ridge or the roadies outside the church, so many illustrations of the prodigious and prodigal, lush and lavish grace of God. You, me, Bam Bam, all of us, we're all a part of that prodigious and prodigal, lush and lavish grace and creation of God. The God who cares for ravens and wildflowers, how much more will God care for you, Jesus says. Then he goes on, don't be afraid, he says in verse 32. It's not that there's nothing to be afraid of. The wilderness, the Bob, Shelton, Life, the wilderness, is dangerous and unforgiving. So it's cancer and war and domestic violence and growing old and dying. No, there's some, there's, there are things to be afraid of. Our living daring confidence is that God, like Bam Bam the horse, is sure-footed, reliable, and trustworthy to take us through that wilderness through the high places and low places, even through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't be afraid, Jesus says. 
Next, he says, sell your possessions and give to the poor. In other words, pack light and share your resources. You can't take it with you. You can't. That's true in life. It's true for packing out in the bob. Travel light, essentials only. Bam Bam wasn't about to carry me up and down those trails with a big screen TV strapped to my back. And what we do bring, we share. I shared my solar cell phone charger. Someone else had a water filter. And we all relied on the outfitter and the mules to give us our daily bread and morning coffee. Whether it's life or the backcountry, you can't take it with you. So travel light and share what you have. And then finally, Jesus says, be dressed and ready for service. Now, Jesus is comparing the life of faith to a household in which each member of the household, the servants and the family, has responsibility for themselves, get yourself dressed, and also for the well-being of the household. Be ready to do the master's work. Be prepared, Jesus teaches. Do your job, and when the master shows up, do whatever the master tells you. On the mornings before hitting the trail, we had to get up on the, uh, in the bob. We had to get up and dress for breakfast by 6.45. Each of us packed our own duffels and tents. Each of us helped break down the kitchen and the camp. Dan, Joe, and Hopper tied those loads every time onto the mules, making sure they were balanced properly on their backs and tied securely. And then when Joe said it was time to mount the horses and hit the trail, that's what we did. I wonder about what this image means for congregation. What does it mean for us to be dressed and ready to respond to God's command, to go when and where God leads us? Well, I hope you can see the parallels uh, to your life of faith right here and right now. I hope that you can uh, consider the beauty and provision of creation all around you. Consider those wildflowers wherever you find them. Meanwhile, don't take anything granted for life, in life. Uh, live courageously, not because life is safe, but because God is faithful and sure-footed. I want to urge you to travel light, get rid of excess baggage, be generous, and share what you have with the rest of us. Be dressed and ready to serve. Like the Boy Scout motto, be prepared, be on time, show up and do your part, help out where you can. When God shows up, be ready to hit the trail. In the household of God, in the backcountry wilderness, in this congregation, in your life this week, God invites you to a life of faith, a living, daring confidence in God's grace. This is God's word and the lesson I learned from the wildflowers and from a horse named Bam Bam. That's what I've got for you today. Thanks for listening, folks. You know, I'm humbled. Uh, This podcast has over 7,500 downloads since it began two and a half years ago. And that's pretty cool. Church website is www.faithshelton.org. I hope that you'll like us, uh, subscribe or donate, sign up for the newsletter. Thank you, Chaz, for producing this podcast every week. Nadia for managing our website and YouTube channel. Thanks to you guys and thank you, people of faith for your living, daring confidence in God's grace as we journey through this wilderness together. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon each and every one of you with favor and grant you peace. Amen.